Complaining about Nashville traffic is easy, but in Antioch, Bell Road pushes the frustration to a whole nother level. It's very, very backed up all the time. I've never been able to find a workaround other than driving. This is Rusty Keene. She's been living along and driving on Bell Road since 2016. It's a major artery, seven lanes wide in some places, and it sends about 20,000 cars onto Interstate 24 each day. This is enough to mess with people's lives. So I lived on the west side of the exit, um, and on the east side of it, or I guess the east side of 24, you know, there's the the amazing Southeast Branch Nashville Library. There's a lot of things over there that would have been really convenient to my house. I could almost see them from my window. Uh, but I, I literally never went over there because it just wasn't worth fighting the traffic. Which leads us to her question. I'd love to know the design story behind the Bell Road exit because it's a very interestingly designed uh, piece of road. And then if there's any possible solutions now that they are just continuing construction, especially apartment and home building in that area. Perfect for Curious Nashville, the project where WPLN reporters find answers for you. I'm Tony Gonzalez. To figure out what's going on with Bell Road, we wanted someone to take the drive to talk with experts, and to examine the historical record. And we didn't want someone who was jaded, who, you know, had a bunch of traffic jams out there on Bell Road. Instead, we chose a talented young journalist to take a look with fresh eyes. Hi, I'm Hallie Graham. I'm a junior at Harpeth Hall, and I was an intern at WPLN during a winter semester at my school. And it was a busy semester, and you took this question up with a lot of gusto. But before we plunge into it, Hallie, can you just share a little bit? I mean, you are a relatively new driver, right? That's right. I'm 17 years old, so I've been driving for roughly a year and a half now. And I have a long commute, so I do drive quite a bit. But I am a new driver as far as the interstate goes. So did you have kind of a first reaction when you heard this question about about this particular road and interstate? I did. I was initially excited about it because um, as a person with a commute, traffic frustrates me a whole lot, especially interstate traffic. So even though I don't drive around Bell Road a whole lot, I was excited to get to the bottom of a interstate problem. Yeah. Okay. So so Bell Road at Interstate 24. So just to kind of you know describe it a little bit, this is uh, it's kind of a complicated sort of on ramp off ramp area. There are multiple stoplights, uh, not a lot of space for the cars. And then there's one of the most unusual driving patterns in the city. Can you describe what's going on with these these bridge posts in the road? Absolutely. There are these huge concrete bridge piers that support the interstate bridge over the exit. And they basically, what these piers do is they end up not only supporting the bridge, which is a good thing, but they separate two lanes of same direction going traffic, which makes maneuvering really, really hard. So it'd be like really hard to change lanes. Exactly. Because there's this big old bridge. You can't move your car. Yes. And it's not just that the traffic goes under the interstate and the piers you mentioned. There's actually another bridge, a train bridge that also has additional pillars separating the lanes. So it's it's pretty complicated. So obviously Rusty Keene wanted to understand why. So can you talk about the history that you studied up on? So as far as like records about the interstate goes. There's not many of those, but I will say that these bridge piers didn't originally separate two same-going lanes. They originally just separated 
two lanes under the bridge like a normal bridge, but the exit got so busy that they added lanes on the outside of these piers to accommodate more cars. But in accommodating those more cars, they added the like hassle of having cars go in between lanes with these bridge piers. Yeah, so this is something that drivers definitely don't uh, don't encounter in many places. But you are saying that it wasn't on purpose, like in the beginning, that these lanes were so weird. Right, no. They weren't originally this weird. But over time, because of growth, some changes happened. Definitely. Okay, so the way it is now, these bridge piers are there. They are not going anywhere at the moment. So we don't have a lot of good news to report about the future of Bell Road. But it's not all bad news for drivers in the Antioch area. And after a short break, we will pick up with Hallie and explore a really specific solution for congested roads. It's a concept that's being used in Nashville for the first time and actually very close to Bell Road. You're listening to Curious Nashville. You know that a big interstate road project is complicated when the Department of Transportation whips up a video to tell everyone about it. A diverging diamond interchange, also known as a DDI, offers a unique crisscross design. That right there is a YouTube clip from TDOT that explains what a diverging diamond intersection is. We're going to explain it hopefully even better than TDOT. But Hallie, for starters, why should we even care about this other road? So Bell Road is at exit 59, And this new diverging diamond intersection is at exit 60. And now that we have this new diverging diamond intersection, it should help unload some cars off of Bell Road and divert them to this new intersection that should flow more smoothly. You know, I remember hearing about diverging diamond intersections probably like a decade ago. I actually have a friend. He was living in Missouri where they have several of these intersections. So that's how I heard about it. Um, then again, I'm I'm pretty nerdy about these sort of things, so I had heard about it, but I don't get the sense that everyone knows about these, right? No, this is certainly the first time I've ever heard of anything like this, and um, even though the TDOT video explained it fairly well for me, I still had to watch it around 40 times to get the gist of it. Yeah, and it's and it's the first for Tennessee. So, um, so a diverging diamond intersection. Uh, you took a drive through it recently. We're heading up to the brand new diverging diamond intersection. And we are about to see how complicated this really is. To help set the scene, this is an interstate overpass. One of those areas where a lot of cars are getting both on and off the interstate. And of course, drivers are approaching from both directions. Okay, so seeing a lot of signs, a lot of lights. So at many interstate overpasses like this, there would be a chance that you would come up to a stoplight and you'd have to wait your turn to make a left to kind of get on the ramp. But Hallie, what's the unusual part of what drivers have to do in a DDI? I think the biggest feature of a DDI is that traffic lanes actually crisscross. So you end up driving on the non-traditional or unnatural side of the road. Yeah, okay. So for at least a little while, you're going to be kind of driving on the left side of the road. So you're, you're passing cars in an unusual way. But I don't want to make this sound too scary, right? I mean, like, is there any way that the drivers are going to collide, or is there you know, some safety measures there? No, absolutely not. It's not that scary after my drive through it. Um, there are lots of lights and signs, as you would expect, but the best part of this is, for any nervous drivers about driving on the unnatural side of the road, there is a median in the middle, so you can't 
it's not complete it doesn't completely freak you out to be driving on the wrong side but it is fairly noticeable as you go over the bridge that you are on the non-traditional side of the road so and in fact tdot says this is a safer option overall the i-24 hickory hollow ddi will improve the safety and operation of the current interchange by improving access to both sides of the interstate in this growing area south of nashville so if you had to boil it down, why does TDOT think this is going to help traffic on that road and nearby? Well, at the DDI, unlike exits like Bell Road, this intersection eliminates a lot of stops. But also another big feature is that it eliminates left-hand turns into oncoming traffic. So it not only makes things safer um, with the use of stoplights and signs, but it should also be a lot faster. And from what I can tell from the the tape, uh, you seem to enjoy the drive? Yes, not too bad for a Tuesday night. (laughs) Makes sense to me, and I started driving about a year and a half ago. (laughs) So, Diverging Diamond, 10 out of 10. Before we wrap up, I do want to return briefly to, to Bell Road. You know, it's one exit away. There is not a plan for a Diverging Diamond there. I, I don't want anybody to be confused about that. Um, but it's not that officials have, like, totally given up on Bell Road. No, definitely not. There have been proposals over the years and some construction projects to widen ramps and lengthen ramps. But right now, there's not anything super specific going on. And those would be expensive, right? I mean, we're talking... Tens of millions of dollars? Exactly. So we'll see what happens next for Bell Road. Well, Hallie, uh, you did not single-handedly fix traffic at Bell Road for everybody, but thanks for taking the drive out there and for uh, helping us all be a little more informed. Thank you. I enjoyed this project a lot, too. If you have a question about something you've noticed in Middle Tennessee, you should ask us. You can do that by going to wpln.org slash curious. This show is a project of Nashville Public Radio, and this time, some of the sound you heard first appeared on our daily hour-long show, This Is Nashville. That's essential listening for anyone interested in our community, and you can subscribe to it in any podcasting app. I'm Tony Gonzalez, the executive producer of Curious Nashville. Mac Linebaugh, our director of digital products, edited this episode, and the music is from the Blue Dot Sessions. Thanks for listening.